0: I'm Aniheed, award-winning U.S. and European-certified floral designer, entrepreneur, and your host to Viva La Floral Live podcast. If you are a florist, floral farmer, floral business owner, or simply a floral enthusiast, you are in the right place, my friend. We help you by providing insights through industry professionals, their stories, and useful tips. We bring you the art and business of flowers. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome back. Today's guest is Sahid Naheem from New Bloom Solutions. I honestly um thought we're going to sit here and chat about just digital marketing, right? Just 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 that. But this conversation honestly had so much depth. And I'm so excited to share this with you. I'm just not even going to say anything anymore. I'm going to like stop talking, have you jump into this interview, and for sure listen in because there's some real golden nuggets that he drops that are honestly kind of made me wonder why didn't I think of this. So listen in. And he's also going to be one of the presenters at EMC Go Live events. So be sure to get your tickets to also watch his presentation amongst many other wonderful people's presentations on EMC Go Live event. But other than that, here's my interview with Saheed. Hi, Saheed. Welcome to the show.
1: How are you, Nina? Pleasure. Pleasure fantastic. to have me. Thank you. Thank you for having me, I meant to say.
0: <laughs> oh, I have pleasure's all mine. I'm very excited about this. I have lots of questions for you, actually, about the whole marketing, innovation, and so on. But before we get there, so let's just you know, take the bull by the horn. So, your slogan, right? Because I mean, just a minute ago, you said, I was like, Ooh, okay, we're starting right there. So, <laughs> thank you. Innovate, connect, and inspire the flower industry uh, through community and innovation. Yes, sir. I almost butchered that. But, so let's cool.
1: so, go. I've done it myself. So, no worries. That's a lot.
0: <laughs> it is. That's a huge undertaking. It is. And it's a big promise. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It is a big promise, but it's a big so, try. So, you got to try it at least.
0: That, oh, absolutely. 100% agree. Why? through innovation. I kind of relate to everything else you said. So why is the innovation so important?
1: Because innovation is thinking outside of the box, right? Um, when I worked for yeah. in the flower industry for 17 years, my aspect of the flower industry that I worked with was in distributor distributor aspect. So I worked with wholesalers, farms, um, distributors as well, and florists as well, but mainly with wholesalers and farms and distributors and just in the wholesale logistic aspect of it as well. And you just see that our success... <laughs> kind of was our our limitation because when you're so successful, Mm. sometimes it hinders you to say, how do we think of this outside of the box? And when I got involved with the startup community of Miami, which is a fairly large startup community, you start realizing that there's systems and processes and apps and technology that other industries are using. Sales funnel, customer persona, um, business canva. There's so many innovations on how to do business. And then take that to the other level of social media, website design, cool toys that I have all around me that are just fun innovations in the flower industry. (laughs) So I quit my job and I said, let me jump in here and just be a, I didn't, I didn't intentionally become a voice, you know, and that's not my goal, but I said, how do I help people sell more flowers? And the way you do that is by mm. bringing in technology, bringing in other business aspects. We can't continue to just look in our little community of flowers, which is a super creative and fun environment and community, but not look outside to see what other successful industries are doing and how they're innovating. Now let's okay. bring that into our industry and let us, Learn from them and innovate with it. So I have a little theory of there's two types of people, the curious type and the judgmental type. Stop being the judgmental type saying, hey. That's not gonna work, that's a horrible idea. Start being curious and see how it works for them and how it could work for you. Right. That's when the whole community and you know collaboration and technology and innovation.
0: Well, well said. There's a lot to unpack there. So yeah, I, I 100% agree. It's kind of like there, the whole way of thinking, right? The mindset is really where it starts from. You know, so, whether you think you can or not, you're probably right. So, you know, but that's besides the point. So all that sounds fantastic, right? And like you said, I mean, all, uh, all of us creatives, you know, we're so in tune with the art side of things with the community and, 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 I call it the pretty and the fluffy, but I feel like a lot of the florists specifically, and some of the wholesalers as well are kind of scared of technology or perhaps don't look elsewhere or outside of our floral little world. And you said something that resonated, you know, it's like, look at other successful industries.
1: Very important. Even from a, even from a sales funnel, you know, ask yourself, what's your sales funnel? Oh, yeah. How do you get that customer that might be interested or doesn't even know about you? And how do you take them through the process of becoming a customer and then becoming an ambassador? So if you're not plugging that in, that is a tool for you. That's a simple tool. Right. Just use it or touch touch into it or hire someone that can build it for you, right? And then when it comes to social media, we saw the growth during COVID. Wow, you know, live Instagrams as I was telling you earlier. Gosh, what a great way to right. help that collaborate and use other people's um audience to focus on you and to talk to them and to learn. And it just there's so much of mm-hmm. giving giving both ways. But it just really open your eyes and, and just look at what the produce industry, you know, and, and that's for me in the distributor aspect. But look at that, look at the fashion industry. I, I was I did 10 years in the fashion industry. My wife as well is in the fashion industry. And our industry, the floral industry, has turned a little bit towards the fashion industry and the way we do our website. The way we we kind of take our picture, the way that we're creating, look at what happened on Fleur Deville at Ball Harbor. I was there actually um, filming as well, creating beautiful pieces, um, fashion pieces out of flowers. So we're taking from the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, we are unknowingly... Thinking that we're stealing from them? No, we're learning from them and we're taking from the fashion industry just the way we do our marketing and things like that. So, whenever I, I sit down with a couple of companies, I work with Rose companies as well that I consult, and I tell them, think about the fashion industry. Why? Because they're talking to our target market 25 year old to 45 year old women right? And they're talking to that market. That's what Chanel is doing. Chloe is doing. Dior mm-hmm. is doing. They're talking to the market. Now learn from them. Get a tip from them. Look what they're writing about. Um, so so that's that's where my passion lies, is, is looking at what other people are doing right and bring it to our industry.
0: Funny you're saying that. I totally agree with that. There's this other thing that I've noticed that's been happening more so in the last few years than ever before. And that happened through celebrities, I think, really is they're taking the flowers into their world, right? How many celebrities in the last five years, let's say, came up with spread in Vogue or in style or whatever that is full on flower extravaganzas, Yes, you know? Or they're releasing a product That has nothing to do with flowers. And yet there's this massive floral structures and walls and they're baiting in them and covered in them and wearing them and all this stuff. Makes me so happy, by the way. So it's an interesting, it's interesting you're saying this. Yes, we are. I don't agree with stealing, though. You know, I think we're taking it away from them. Like we're getting inspired by that, right? I guess learning from them because it's kind of being given so... Maybe I am stealing. My saying
1: is what well, I may mean, um, I mean, say is my saying is there's no, there's no such thing as copying. There's only the first person that did it mm. because social media and our media has allowed so much for us to see that you're not copying anymore. You're just getting inspired. You know, you're getting inspired and then you're, you're adjusting it to yourself. So I don't mean stealing. I'm sorry. But you're not a thief. A thief. Oh, no, 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 no. Not that I made you feel so guilty
0: about this. Hang on a minute. No, no, no I'm just no, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, With all reality, though, what do you think that has done for our industry, right? Seeing that response from, really, I see it in celebrities, honestly. And then, of course, that trickles into fashion as well, right? Right now, floral prints are still hot. You know, of course, graphics are kind of not coming back as you're as you're watching this magazine. Simplicity is coming back, yeah. but the floral prints are still part of that. Why do you think that crossover happened in the other direction? So, you, florists, uh, floral industry, were taken away from fashion. It, it's so true, and we have been pretty much for a while, um, some more than others. But what I'm noticing is that now the fashion industry is directly taken from floral industry, right? It's just taking it all in and flower prints, you know, all this stuff. Again, the new, the new designs are more, um, simplistic. We're kind of crossing over in that line of like things being simpler than the wash in the garden and whatnot, but that still is very present in the fashion industry right now, the floral and, you know, floral prints or, through celebrities, this whole floral shoots and things like that. Why do you think that crossover happened, essentially? Like, how, how do you think that happened? So why
1: are they embracing more flowers in the flower culture, I guess, is, is what you're saying? Yes.
0: Okay. So- there you go. Thank you for putting it in English.
1: <laughs> no, no problem. Um, so I think that it was a work in progress. So Dior has always been a flower house, not only a fashion house, but they have been strong in in supporting flowers as well. Chanel um, has al- also been a big flower house as well, not only do the perfumes, but every year they do certain little flower things. Look at Macy's. Macy's mm. does a flower um, event, a flower celebration. I've, I've been lucky enough to walk into two Macy's, and there's flowers all over. This is 20 years ago, with the first one I walked to. Mm. Beautiful, meaning flowers on the walls. It is stunning. I think Jean Paul Gaultier, I think Jean Paul de Gaultier did a, a fashion show where he lined up all the walls of a beautiful manch flowers. So it's been around. Now, with COVID, now with all this, flowers are becoming more mainstream. And not only that, it's an emotional impact. And that's what's happening. It's mm. that they're seeing, man, we could do so much and attract so much eyes on us. And there's an emotional aspect. Right. It's a living thing. It's a I've never there's a little hashtag I play around called flower smile. Why do I play around? Because I've never given a flower to somebody and they frown. I've always given a flower, and they smile. Yeah, that's true. So flowers smile. You know, I even say flowers, and you're smiling. See? So it's it's, not, <laughs> it's it's they create smiles. They create emotion. So they're smart enough to say it. And not only that, HBO. YouTube, or not YouTube, HBO and Netflix are making, I'm, mm. I am more inspired now. When I saw the flower, the big flower um, show and the, the other one as well, and I, and I saw your interview with Sarah, and when I saw those things, it blew me away because then I realized how they are artists. They're not just designers, how we call them. It's an art, man. So I think these, flowers, um, these fashion houses are starting to realize that these are true artist and they're not only they're and work and fashion is an art too so why not mesh them together you know why not put them together and it's just a perfect fit from flower patterns um, and embracing flower patterns to putting almost a life on you know and in, in creating an emotion onto a, a textile um, why not use them to decorate your, your store or you know I have a couple customers that sell flowers to their customers and my wife actually works with a company where they're looking for preserved flowers and selling it to their customers and then they do a collaboration and they put their name on it so it just it's about Time, but I think it was the time coming. So it was gradually coming. Mm The real creative houses saw it. They kept on doing it. Some of them even have gardens and things like that that they sponsor. Now, gradually, it's starting to become mainstream. And I think that has a lot to do with our media and and our digital world. Um, I spoke to, Mm. was it Beth O'Reilly? No, Sarah, Sarah, but not Sarah Campbell, but another Sarah, which is really interesting from LeBlum. Um, She had a small startup many years ago. And she had said that one of the things is because of social media and digital marketing and Instagram, it allowed the real designers to talk. Right, it didn't allow the top of the ancilla, which is like one eight hundred flowers and all these guys, to dictate. Right, it allowed the right. artist to dictate what they are going to do by showing it off. Right. And now they are the ones asking. So no longer is it a group of people saying, "This is what we need to sell this month." No, it's what is cool. You know what? What? What it inspires the artist?
0: Right. Funny you say that. In the recent months when I'm getting phone calls for, um, for work. And I only do weddings and special events and things. I don't, you know, I don't have a shop. I work out of studio, so I don't really have, you know, daily arrangements or things like that, but I'm getting bombarded with phone calls. Um, I guess, you know, SEO on my website is working, (laughs) you know, but I'm getting continuous calls. And every time I tell them, Hey, I'm so sorry, you know, I only do special events and weddings. And the next question almost half the time is, well, do you recommend anybody and which locate, where are you located? And I try to kind of lean them in the direction of a florist that has a shop that I know could do a good job. And. I had one today, this morning, and I said, well, the thing I would recommend you if I can't find anybody for you, you know, just search the location and find a flower shop and don't do wire services. And I am continuously getting, oh yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I want to support the flower shops. And it makes me so happy. And it's something, these are words that I haven't been getting from clients quite as much, you know what I mean? So it makes me happy to, to hear that there is A revolution, essentially, is kind of happening. The whole flower movement is, you know, is is definitely, it's about time for sure. But so let's segment into something slightly different. So you've been in industry for long enough at this point. You've seen a few trends coming out, right? Um, And you've seen multiple transformations that happen through the industry. One thing that is true, at least in my opinion, and I could be wrong, and I hope it's changing, our industry is very, very segmented and segregated in the weirdest of the ways. I, I think I understand why. The part that I have a hard time with, or perhaps you can shed some light on to this, why knowing this and so many more people are talking about this, and yet we are kind of still in the same boat in many ways we're
1: out of it we're getting out of it and hopefully we are so connect inspire inspire connect and innovate the flower industry right so my through community so my my hope is that we have these conferences. my hope is that the farms start listening to the wholesalers and the wholesalers start listening to the floors and the floors start believing in the wholesalers right um because there is also (laughs) there's also that business distrust there's you know, they, some, I'm, I'm getting nightmare calls or, or people are telling me, look, the customer doesn't understand why they're paying 75 cents for a rose. They paid 38 cents in 2019, you know, uh, or 2019 uh, yeah, or 20. If there's a logistics issue. I guarantee they've told them, but they might not believe them, right? Or they, they don't want to, you know, take it in. It's really having honest conversations um, and really listening and understanding that we're better together. You know, we are better together. We're better as a community. We're better working together. We're better putting Beth O'Reilly. I've spoken to her, I, I, you know, I, I know, I'm pretty sure you know her. Beth O'Reilly, I've spoken to her and she says, yes, hey, you're right. We need to understand that if we place our orders earlier, it helps everybody in the channel. It's not going to hurt anybody. You're not going to pay more. And if you do, you're paying for a, a security, right? You're paying to, to make sure mm. that you have it. And it, it don't put 100% of your order. Put 50% of your order. But that is going to help the entire system flow. I, I run um, NYC underscore flower market as a as a passion project myself because it's a beautiful place with history. and super cool mm. if you've never been, go. Before, before it's no longer. But I, I do a little. I do a little survey No, it, it, it's been up around for 130 years. It started with 60 wholesalers, now it's down to 15. Super cool place. So I do some surveys, and I usually do that in a couple of my wholesalers and a couple. Of, and I usually ask within like three weeks, two weeks, one week, have you taken care of your Mother's Day orders? Have you? I will get 70 percent of the people say nope. I'm winging it and I'll literally ask that question too are you winging it or, or pre-ordering we're winging it we're winging yeah. it what happens there is that you bottleneck the industry you're not allowing people right. to logistically work and bring in the flowers when they, they can and say okay we're going to bring it on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday you're you're oh I need my order now so you're bringing in all at one, um, one shot that's what happened with logistics this year all the trucking companies <laughs> which were actually advising at some point um, all the tru- uh, trucking companies had a kind of a little bit of a bottleneck FedEx During Valentine's Day, they had a bottleneck for all those orders that they were getting out through e-commerce all at one shot. Oh, here's 500,000 boxes. So if you plan ahead and work and collaborate with your wholesaler, with your farms, with your distributors, however, wherever you're at in in that channel, it's going to help everybody involved. Um, And also speak up. Mm. speak up you want a variety speak up not just once not just twice right communicate and collaborate with other floors to speak up send an email as a group you know i always say if it's one person coming out a time it's kind of like a drip but if it's a bunch of people it's a flood right and you have to react to a flood so, so get <laughs> gotcha. together with your fellow florists and say hey guys we want this rose you gotta have it my local wholesaler have it and Everybody write an email together, you know why not get together as a mm. and and communicate? Does that help a little bit? Mm.
0: <laughs> no, it does. I do see it changing for sure i it just kind of baffles me sometimes still when i when I see this. The funny thing is when you said you know pre-orders help everybody, well I totally understand that logistically, the whole wing in it also you know. I get that too. It's like sometimes you pre-order and stuff comes in and it's not really too quality or up to par for through some unforeseen events that happen, right? I mean, it's it, it, it not anybody's fault, really. So then you end up bringing in half of it anyways. But I do like the idea of uh, half in it, you know, 50% pre-order and it leaves you enough room to play, you know? and uh, And the minute yeah.
1: you understand the flowers are... Grown, not manufactured. You're not gonna panic with five frequent stems are bad or a bunch is bad. They're not manufactured. You don't get a lifetime guarantee on your flowers because they're, they're, they're organic, you know? So, and I know that that yeah. kind of might seem a little callous for me, um, because I'm the other end of the story, but it's a fact. It's, it's, and I've run into many floors that are completely cool. They do not sell by variety. They'll say they sell by color. They sell by palette tone. That's exactly why. Yeah. Because it opens up more opportunities to you, you know? And you could solve an issue.
0: Absolutely. I, I never sell a particular, very specific flower. And if they want a very specific flower, the price goes up. You know why? Because I order from two, three different places to guarantee to get that one very specific bloom that they need for their whatever the event is, right? So I agree. Yeah. I, and mine is always all about the color and the feel and the story. And that, that's kind of it, you know? And they, the, oh, it's such a, I have this pet peeve. So you look at Instagram imagery or Pinterest imagery, and you've seen all this really romantic pastel colors, this beautiful photography. I mean, it just looks so breathtaking. But in all reality, all of those flowers that that image has been altered. You know,
1: a little little, little saturation, a little highlights, a little vivid, right?
0: (laughs) Through some really skilled photographers to look as such. Nothing wrong with that. But then the brides come in and they want that color. Well, that flower does not come in that color. It's but your photographer, whoever that photographer is, toned down that color. So you know, let's see who's your photographer. If that's the type of photography they do, then no problem. Understand that your cell phone imagery is not going to match your photographer's imagery. And it's just this constant struggle. So my, I'm curious, are you guys getting bombarded by florists requesting these colors that are just don't really exist. So I remember they exist in photography. Yeah,
1: so I remember 2008, 9, 10 around there. So Pinterest was yes. our enemy <laughs> as a as a distributor selling to wholesalers. <laughs> they would send me a picture of a rose on a bush, and you're like, that's on a bush. That's a garden rose from some lady in Georgia that's producing these things, and that's one of a kind. You're not gonna get it, my friend. And then the poor florists would commit to it. Yeah, no problem. I can do it. So yes. so so I think it really starts with the floors. It, it starts with the gatekeeper, and that's me. I'm not a floors expert. I, I, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job at all. Please, I respect you too much. But if I believe as a salesperson, it's up to me to set the expectation. So if I'm setting the expectation as a salesperson saying, look, I'm sorry, there may be a chance that I'm not able to get it. What are my options after this? Or, hey, I cannot get it. we setting the expectation. You're going to have an angry pride like you just said. You know, I don't understand why, why, why. It's education. There's only as much as you can do to educate them. The beautiful thing is now you have all these shows educating, um, but it, there's only as much as you can do is just to educate them and set the expectation. Because if you say yes, yes, yes to everything, you're going to set yourself up for failure. I believe. But you know better You know better than I do.
0: I, I 100% agree. I, I literally just don't, you know, and if I have a bride who comes in, I'm fortunately financially at a place where I don't have to take every wedding, you know? It's like, yeah, we're we're not going to work together well enough, right? So it's like, hey, I don't think we're right for each other if they really indeed want to dictate every step of the way, every single shade and a this and a that. No, absolutely not. I, I don't work like that. And I'm hoping, I think more florists are kind of leaning in that direction, really. Part of it is from necessity because you sell this thing and you can't really deliver. It's like, uh, we have a problem, my friends. So yes, for sure. I am definitely going to use what you said, that flowers are... Grown, not manufactured. Oh yeah, that's a slogan. Yes. Like, it's gonna uh, become, <laughs> that's gonna become a. Sl- can I steal your slogan? It's you plastered can. at every correspondence yeah. that goes to my. And, and, I, and I didn't make
1: that up, honestly. I, I I've heard it throughout the industry for many years. It's they're, they're they're grown, not manufactured. And once we we understand that, that you know, I I've had customers. Why can't I not get one quicksand? You know, I just need twenty five quicksand. What do you want me to do? Press them like a like a cup? It's not going to happen. The production's not there. The logistics are. not day, the weather's right. horrible, the ground is not ready, the plant's right. not ready. It takes about six months in some cases for, for you to produce. It's not overnight. Right. So, so think about just nature. And, and you know who dictates it all? Mother Nature. Go, you go tell Mother Nature uh, to 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 you you make the decisions with Mother Nature and see what happens. So we we can't well, do that, you know. We we can't do that. And the minute you drop that guard and and drop that stress, you're going to drop right. your own stress. <laughs> and I say that from experience. I've spoken it's, to many different types of florists with different mentalities. So. Right.
0: It's so it's so funny that you say in quicksand, it's sort of the florist's kryptonite, and it's the most coveted thing out there because it's such a color to blends in in so many places, but within that quicksand, Variation, color variation based on the weather that it's kind of grown in is so vast. Sometimes I'm like, is that a
1: quicksand? And if the land, in the land, is and if the land yeah, alkaline or not alkaline, and how the weather was, and yes. what the altitude it's, was, it's so, so many, so mm. many, so many aspects. What were you it's saying?
0: Just fascinating to me. Yeah, it's fascinating actually. But let's talk about your Willie House. So marketing. Yes. It sounds like you sort of stopped. You know. Through a whole distribution chain, you clearly saw so a need, right? That we all are kind of in our little creative world, in our little rabbit holes, and not really seeing it outside. Seeing it outside of it. So, what are some of the biggest mistakes that you see? creative industry makes I mean we are part of the creative industry you know as far as marketing so
1: I think one of the biggest mistakes is when you hire someone to do your marketing let's say you get big enough and you hire somebody Mm. to do the marketing it's the education because flowers in our industry Mm. is very difficult um, to understand you have to understand flowers to know to speak to speak the flower language for one and also depends on your target market so target marketing is very Mm. important understanding who your customer um, persona is is super important who are you targeting who are you going after how are you going to speak to that person? What's your voice? What's your tone? So making the mistake of always saying, these beautiful flowers for your mom, you don't know what your target market is there, right? Um, and But when you hire a an agency of sorts, and you're like, okay, I'm time to grow, and let's say I bring in a VA, you need to spend a lot of time with that, that virtual assistant in educating them. I've seen many wholesalers and distributors, and that's my specialty as well, even though we consult and uh, mentor floors within the marketing organic growth. Um, but i've seen many of them use silk flowers and say look at our fresh beautiful peonies why because their eye is not trained and when i built my team out which we're, we're about a team of five people now when i built my team out all my time is spent. nope you need to correct this you can't use this picture this is not in the season so you need to really keep an eye on, on them um, to mm-hmm. really be able to communicate correctly on your product your vision your tone and the flowers especially because if you leave them crunch a carton blanc you're going to get a bad rose in there you're going to get a wilted bloom. Right. so you need to really create a, a process of quality control for your product so send me a monthly and then you yourself but you your floors but when i'm talking about other type of customers is look at make sure that they're not using stock images make sure that um and if they are using stock images that might not look stock images or that the stock images are correct that it's a real flower that you actually grows you know so so it's really Keeping a handle of your VA, I think, could be one of the biggest mistakes I've seen a lot of um, florists do. When they grow, they're excited, they have the money, they, 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 they're they so busy doing everything else. Then they bring in a VA, and that VA is unex- inexperienced in the flower industry. Mm. That, that, that's, that's what so I So
0: true. Well, it's just like hiring any other staff member. You know, VA is not a. I kind of think of that as a hiring a staff member. Really, you know, if you yeah brought them on board and told them, okay, go <laughs> do your thing without any guidance. Well, you're gonna get the best work they can produce without any guidance, and that's not necessarily going to be up to par. Totally agree. Um, if you have one advice to give, uh, you know, for for florists specifically you know, who are, okay, fine, I, I have this business. I want to start doing digital marketing. It just feels like that is the biggest kryptonite for florists, really. Um, I want to do this digital marketing. Where do I begin?
1: So one, if we're talking about a platform, I would recommend as of now um, Instagram. And, and the reason being because there's so mm-hmm. much potential within Instagram to create a voice, um, be an authority on speech, you know, doing polls, there's so much to do but start small, just, you know, take a picture of your, of your, of your product, but where to begin is just start, right? And start taking pictures, start, start producing, start, you know, you do an arrangement, take a picture of it, do a reel. Reels are doing amazing right now. The, the reach of a reel is very, very good. So do some reels of, of back of the house. Don't, like we spoke earlier, don't be afraid of perfection. Just be authentic with yourself and show your personality and just jump in. Don't worry about where to begin. Instagram, I recommend it because it seems to be one of the easier platforms to do. Uh, Another thing is make sure to get your, if you do not have an Instagram handle by now, make sure to grab it. You know, um, Instagram and anything like TikTok, which I I heard you speaking to Sarah the other day, which is an amazing, I love that interview, is think about all these platforms as, territory as land you know when america was free and people ran around putting flags out think, think <laughs> of it think, think of it as a piece of land the quicker you get your territory the quicker that territory is bigger the right. quicker you take advantage of that organic growth like facebook and then they start charging you but the quicker you take advantage of that organic growth so get on tiktok i'm i'm 100 with, with sarah as well as get on tiktok as fast as possible but if tiktok's intimidating to you start wetting your feet at least with instagram um post your pictures every other day. I kind of have a recipe and I'll I'll try to say it real quick is do 20 likes a day, post one to two posts a day and do one story a day. Um, And and even share The one thing I always say that we have this thing um, called the, I hate to say the word, but kind of like the arrogance of Instagram and social media, right? So if a customer tags you on it or says hello to you, you know, or anything like that, you're like, oh, I'll get back to that later. No, jump on that as fast as possible because engagement is so important. And what I'm doing with Mm -hmm. NYC underscore flower market is I'm, it's a community base. It's all user generated content, right? All of it is user generated content. And what I'm doing is using them and putting them on stories and stories are amazing. So if you have a customer that tags you on a picture or something like that, and you don't think it fits your feed, Put it on your story because guess what? Don't reshare it again on their story. So then you're getting much more traction because it's so easy to reshare a story. All you do is go to your message, share a right. story, and you share it. My engagement rate has increased by about twenty five percent. It's crazy. Meaning The interaction rate, right? The interaction rate on, on, not engagement rate, but my interaction rate has increased of my content by that. And that all goes into the whole formula. So so creating stories Mm -hmm. and just jumping into Instagram, I think is a great place to first start, unless you like Facebook. Uh, I'm a you know a little there okay. even though they're the same company but um I'm a bigger fan of Instagram there's so many tools to play with.
0: Well thank you for that and uh yeah I Sarah's interview was not intended to be you know let's uh, push. push TikTok but <laughs> just kind of ended up being, be, becoming that because there's such a Need for it, I think, for that message to come across. And I 100% agree. I mean, it's such an untapped market for, for florists. Um, you know, I mean, I'm 41. You know, I sit back here and I'm like, honestly, what I was thinking is TikTok is for 15 year olds, you, you know, or occasional grandmas who want to dance with a 15 year old. I mean, I was arrogant about it, you know, because I never explored it. And then as I started kind of exploring, I'm like, huh, this is kind of fun. It's a rabbit hole. It's,
1: it's a, a hole,
0: yeah. Yes, it is. It is. But it is an untapped market for sure. And I agree. I mean, right now they're entertaining the whole TikTok business side of things. So soon enough, that whole free organic reach will start dying down. I mean, it's a, I mean, you'll under, you'll probably will relate to this, right? It's the greatest marketing scheme. Facebook has done it. Instagram is doing it. TikTok's gonna do it. Everybody does it, right? You give them a little sample, a little taste of the goods, and then you go, "All right, you want more?
1: Great! Yeah, now yeah. you gotta pay for it." Yeah, so. Exactly. You show them a little success, and they're like, "This is amazing! I'm so good at this." They're just making it easy, yes. uh, and then they start putting yes, hurdles, absolutely. and you have to pay up and pay the bill. And and that's why I'm another thing is it's reels. Reels right now on Instagram, we got three thousand, four thousand views on our reels. Jump on your reels, you know. And and it's, and we're talking about also right. social media. but one thing that really works, i talking about more localized floors, is um, Google My Business. Use Google My Business as a social media platform in the sense of post every day. If you post more than your competitor, they're gonna see you more and rank you higher. So if you're active on Google My Business, really? oh yeah, if you're active on Google My Business and you, you you do a review campaign, you push reviews, you answer your reviews, you intentionally focus on Google. You know, and a great idea is do a QR code. Create A QR code—they're very easy. There's free QR code creators, and it's a Google review. You can do it on your business card, or you can have a nice little, pretty sign. Please give us a Google review. They scan it. They go to your Google review. They give you a Google review, and you give them a free flower or whatever you want to do. You can do a promotion, or you can do it just to ask for them. Google my business is amazing. I've had great success with Google my business, but staying active on it—do events, do promotions. Do offers. There's so many tools that Google Review, and it's so easy to use. Do not be intimidated by it. And it's free. It's super free. It's, it's, you don't have to do AdWords. I, yeah. I I don't spend a penny on AdWords. It's free. And it's, this is a cool thing. So organically, first on Google Review, you had the, the locals, right? So you'll have an ad, then you'll, right. then you'll have a local. On the local, local, you usually correct. have three or four. Right, and then underneath is the organic mm. SEO work. But here, it's that right. local stuff. That's what people firstly first see if they're in the local community, right? And they're not looking for a wire service. Right. So if you can get in here in one or two, three, you're before everybody else. So I have some customers that they're here, and they might be all you know in the seventh because we're still working on their SEO. Um, and I have some that are number one. But anyways, it's it's right here. This is the money. This is the money pot right here. It's, right. it's free, but it takes work. It takes intention, intentionality.
0: Yeah. So Sahid, you can drop the mic, my friend. <laughs>
1: Thank you. <laughs> I just
0: learned something. I mean, I learned you learn something every day, but I never thought about Google past reviews. Reviews, of course. I mean I run a dental practice and it's continuously like reviews, 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 reviews. I get the experience. More important, the importance of that. Haven't thought about being active as in like posting, like imagery and things like that. Treating it like a social media. That's gold. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you.
1: And, and one tip. I'm
0: like, what? Why didn't I think of that?
1: And one tip, make sure to change your, um, and I hope my competitors aren't watching, but make sure to change your um, file name. So use the keywords on your file name. So let's say you have a peony or peony <sighs> be with the bouquet arrangement, Miami, the floor is and you put as much keywords as possible because Google is going to do it um, look it up. And when someone in your area is looking for peony bouquets, let's say you know peonies are hot right now, so peony bouquets, they're gonna you're gonna pop up in the pictures now too. So instead of just pop, popping up on that, you're gonna you know, who love who doesn't love to go to you know put peonies and then go to images and then go through it. You're, right. you're gonna pop up on those images as well. So we've had cases that we've been seen fifty thousand times on an image. That is right. That That is viewing. Those are eyeballs on you. You know, 1% of 50,000 or 0.0, you know, I'll take it. You know, I'll take it.
0: My God. Thank you for dropping a second golden nugget over there. Um, It's much like, you know, the alt image description on your website, the greatest SEO hack. Everybody thinks it's all in the keywords in the description of your, your copy, but it's, Back end, it's like how you describe that image on the back end is what really does it. And I mean, they all do. I mean, it's a combination of things, but never thought about renaming the image file itself for Google purposes. So amazing. Thank you. All right. Okay. Well, you know what? This was this was worth this was gold
1: awesome thank you thank you that. I
0: mean I'm like seriously blown away by the fact that I never thought about Google <clears throat> as such meaning like treat as a social media I think that's amazing change in file names honestly yes this, be, thank just, you for dropping just that be, be intentional
1: if you can do it every day I have my BAs doing it every day for some of my people um, just be intentional with it and you'll, you'll see it it'll pay through and you can see the analytics the analytics will, will show you if it's
0: working fantastic oh, oh my god yeah, thank awesome. you well On that note, before we go away, I do want to talk about EMC because this is how we sort of connected through EMC, really. Um, They're having their first ever live event, well, virtual live event, and you're one of the speakers. Congratulations. And yeah, I'm very excited. I'm actually going to be uh, emceeing a panel along with Christy. So I'm very excited about it as well. But yeah, Do you tell? First of all, why did you say yes to the offer?
1: Innovative, right? Um, Integration thinking about outside of the box. When I first spoke to him, I said, this is awesome because you guys are looking outside and you're talking to distributors, you know, you're talking to other people in the industry and other industries as well and bringing them in. This is what I've been preaching for two years, whatever I can do to help you. So we're working in many different ways together. Um, so I did say yes to that and to tell you the truth, I'm a little nervous because it's one of my, my first presentations, but I'm excited um, because, <laughs> because it's really about talking about collaborating and how to use technology to collaborate, build your network, and grow your business right so just like i mm. said i said now right now we're building i taught you something and i'm very proud of that you know i'm honored but because we're collaborating
0: I'm so excited to no
1: <laughs> because we're collaborating and we're networking and you're asking the question and and i really want to you know explain how we can do that as a community how we can do more of that and how there's no such thing as competition if you drop those boundaries and the other thing is is that your florist world is not only in your city the floors are all over the country, all over the world. So why not collaborate with other people all over the world and all over the, all over the country? And we have technologies to do that nowadays, and everybody benefits together. Look, look at you—you're you're in another state. We're collaborating. Why? Because we have podcasts, <laughs> right. you know. So and we have squad, and this is yeah. a collaboration. We're, we're collaborating. We're talking together. We're networking. You could do that. You could rinse and repeat. You could really learn from that, and from there, you could create your build your network learn and build your business as well uh, because you know we all want to grow right so so I'm super excited about that I'm oh, really happy they asked. i really happy they asked us to be on board
0: I'm very excited they did I'm very excited that you and I cross paths in this way like I said I mean this interview was um, very eye-opening it was interesting it was you know it was very innovating it was inspiring it was definitely collaborative so you nailed it thank you so much that's <laughs> like coming from
1: you with all amazing amazing people that I've been doing so much for our industry for you to say that to me that that's uh, give me goosebumps and thank you it's an honor to, to be here today with all, all your 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 audience as well so thank you for listening and thank you for having me it's it's really an honor it's oh, really journey. my
0: yeah no my absolute pleasure and Sahid, before we part ways I'm sure you know know. know, at this point, they all know how to find you and where to find you. But just, you know, if you don't mind sharing where people can find you, if somebody's interested in your consulting services, or, you know, in marketing services, and so on, it seems like you guys are offering, you know, huge amount of value for our industry, you know, so yeah, where
1: can they find you? So New Bloom Solutions. So New as a new flower, Bloom as a blooming, blooming flower, and Solutions of Floral.com. Um, you can find me. You could also find me on Instagram, New Bloom Solutions, Facebook, um, LinkedIn under Saeed Nahim. I'm kind of the only Saeed Naheem in the flower industry, so I'm pretty easy to find um, <laughs> as well. If you you just want to check out and you can connect with me because I kind of run it as a personal project. Um, NYC underscore Flower Market, which is a lot of fun and check it out because there's so much history there and, and beauty as well and and it's the community of New York kind of supporting it so uh, the floral community of New York supporting it so check that out and then you know if anybody if you want to speak about the industry understand the other side of the industry go to my website I do free 30-minute consultations just as a way to get back and network so schedule a meeting through my calendar. click on the schedule meeting and I'll, you know a pleasure for me to meet new people anywhere you're at um, and talk about any questions you might have from social media to website design to just the industry understanding how it works and why didn't I get my flowers what is happening I've had those calls believe it or not so um I'm willing to sit down and, and just you know walk you off the ledge and explain to you the other side <laughs> without <laughs> having very any benefit from it so maybe you'll believe me you know so without really having any benefit without i gaining anything from it I'm just walking you off the ledge and allowing you to understand that their perspective so feel free to reach out and and, and it'll be my pleasure
0: very nice thank you so so much and you guys can also sign up for the EMC Go Live event that's happening in June. We'll have all of the links in the show notes where you can actually see his presentation in more in depth about the topics we just discussed. Well thank you my friend. This is this was wonderful. Uh, thank you. Thank you
1: again for 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 having me.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. So what did I tell you? How good was that, you guys? I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I hope there were some real helpful tips that you can utilize when it comes to your own marketing efforts for your own business. And of course, if you need an expert, you can always reach out to them at New Bloom Solutions. And all of this information will be shared in the show notes, including their Instagram, the website, and how to find them, and the link to do a interview, free 30-minute consultation Yeah, free. I mean, how generous is that with Saheed in regards to your own business marketing or even understanding the industry as a whole, right? On that note, I'll see you guys next time and be sure to leave me a review. It really helps me to reach more people. And if you're you're like, you know what, this interview was so good. I think so-and-so will benefit from this. Go for it. Please share. Sharing is caring. Talk to you next time. Bye. Well, it's a wrap thank you everyone for listening, for tuning in to Viva La Flora Live podcast. We'll see you next week.